and girls, welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley. Brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, and Pro Fab Headers and Exhaust. What is going on? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? Another day in paradise. Sitting here in the yes, rain. Yes, sir. Sitting here in the rain. It raining where you are? It ain't raining here. It, it had rain. It looked like it's gonna rain all day, but it has not rained a drop. It was really funny because I was at work. I had to take Landon to the orthodontist today. It's like right in the middle of the day, eleven forty-five, I think it was. And I was at the shop, which is about I don't know fifteen minutes from his school. Um, it never rained at the shop. Like it looked like it was gonna rain, but never rained. I got down the road about three quarters of the way to a school. It's pouring down rain. I pick him up to go to the orthodontist, come back, and about the same point, it quits raining again. <laughs> Take him back to school, get back, it uh, and it's quit raining at the same point again. And go get him this afternoon, same exact deal. <laughs> like the same exact spot is where it's raining. It's, it's really funny. Just been sitting there, raining all day. Apparently, in that one spot is where it's raining at. I don't, yep. I don't know why like that. So. Yeah, we've had some spotty stuff, that's for sure, right here. Hey, ain't it always the deal? Once it is Darlington Race Week, it's going to rain all week. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that is, I don't remember a week that it hasn't rained when the race has been over here. I know, right? So, so we got that coming up. Got that coming up this weekend. But anyway, what you been up to? Oh, man, we had a, a, a five-year-old birthday party this weekend. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we was enjoying that. Yeah, old Blakely, little girl turning five. and uh, We had a big uh, blow-up water slide, and I think I had just as much fun on it as anybody. Um, I don't know. I'm J- feeling J- it now. J- Jackson looked like he was having a ball on it. Now, he wasn't sliding down it, but sitting there in the little pool at the end, he was good to go. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was having a ball for sure. It sure was. That thing was pretty cool, man. And for the price, you couldn't beat it. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. I was telling Mary Stevens, shoot, on a, just on any day, we can rent that thing and just it's hot, we're just playing it. <laughs> there you go. Beats keeping so, a pool. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> and they come set it up for you and tear it down for you. I mean, so it's can't beat it. But uh, yeah, so we ended. We enjoyed that. Um, everything turned out great. She got her a bunch of presents, so she was all excited for sure on that. And um, Good. And uh, then spent the rest of the weekend pretty much recouping from that. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, fun, 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 fun. I um, uh there in the last week we got got the race car good and ready because we hadn't raced in quite a few bits, quite a few weeks. And uh, so got that ready. Uh, Thursday, Friday. Got stuff good to go. Got up Saturday morning. Well, let me tell you what happened Saturday morning. Kayla was going to, she had a day full of it because she was going to um, to the beach first thing in the morning for uh, her nephew Brandon, his uh, swim meet down there. She was going to go watch him. Then she was going back, going to y'all's place and for Blakely's birthday party. So at 4 o'clock in the morning, an alarm goes off. She is getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning 
to get huh. <laughs> to, to go to this place. So, being uh, that, you know, alarm going off, she wasn't the only one getting up. I was wide awake at 4 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. And all day, and out at the racetrack, hot, <laughs> all day. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> then, 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 anyway, so Sunday morning we got up, had a good service at church as always, and uh, went and, uh, I, I have to tell a story here in a little while, but, uh, but uh, went to my parents' house after church. Uh, we ate, had some ribs and all that good stuff. Uh, had to tear the car, race the car down. Because um, we had some issues happen Saturday night. So uh, so we had to tear it down and got that done. Uh, well, not done, but anyway, so then... uh. I had to go pick up the plow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yep. I had to go get a disc from over at Sterling's house. And uh our house he's selling, so so uh that was really my whole weekend. It it don't seem like it was much. It felt like a whole lot, but it didn't seem like a whole <laughs> talking about it don't seem like right. a whole lot. <laughs> it goes by quick, man. It don't, sure does. Don't know. And uh, well I gotta tell this real quick too. I just said something about going to Orthodontist with Landon. He got something done with braces dated. I don't think I've ever really seen. Uh, I know it's probably done on a pile of people, but uh, it don't look comfortable at all by no means. And he says it's not comfortable. <laughs> um, his bottom teeth, like the front two teeth, are where they're supposed to be. But the teeth beside the bottom two teeth are like pushed back in a little bit, just not in line, you know? Right. So they took... Uh, like the braces, brackets, like to go in front of his teeth, and they put them on the back side of those teeth, and they ran rubber bands from his front teeth, the ones that were that are straight on each side of those teeth, and hooked it to those to pull them forward. Huh. That does not sound too uh, comfortable. No, it don't look too comfortable. Oh, so, <laughs> and he tried to. He went and eat a biscuit afterwards. He was like, eh, this is aggravating. <laughs> this ain't going to work. Yeah. I'd probably lose a lot of weight if I had uh, some braces. I wouldn't hardly be able to eat nothing. Not like that. I ain't ever, you know, I, I, as growing up, you know, a lot of people we knew had braces and stuff. A lot. I, I never had them. You never had them. But Kayla had them. But I, I knew people that had issues. Or I never really people knew people had so many issues with him as Landon's had. He's, he don't, he's, I think the last time he went to the doctor, he had lost a couple pounds. And I, Well, one, I think that was just being summertime, and two, he says, you know, he don't eat the way he did because of his braces. Yeah, I don't blame him. Right. So. Yep. Hopefully they'll get him squared away there. Yep, for sure, for sure. Well, I reckon I can go into it. Go ahead and go into it. What uh, what went on at the racetrack there this past weekend? If I don't, I don't know if I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we work on the car, work on the car, get to the track, um, take it out to practice, and I'm like, man, this thing is is 
is tight right in the center of the corner. Both ends of the track. Tight, tight, tight. And I ain't even going, you know, I, I will tell everybody I'm still new to these cars, to the adjustments you make, to everything else. You know, me and Sterling, we were used to go-karts. That's, that's what I was used to making adjustments on. I make some adjustments on stuff on iRacing, but, you know, I'm not going to claim to anybody I'm a, I'm a crew chief or nothing like that, and I ain't, I ain't no pro on setup stuff. I mean, I know how to make the changes. I just don't know what changes to always make. I ain't even going to lie to nobody until I do. I, I take my best educated guess at it. A lot of times I'm pretty close. Um, But anyway, so we go out and we're tight, tight, tight. And uh, come in... And I said, you know what? I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send a text real quick. I said, just to see which way he, what what would be where he started at. Well, y'all heard my buddy, um, Jaden Bowling on here the other week. The boy is good on a legend car. So I texted him, told him what was going on. He sent me back a couple things real quick. And then all of a sudden my phone rings. He just calls me. <laughs> And uh, tells me a few things to do. He said, "Now go out, you know, go out in your next practice, try it again, and uh, let me know what happens." So go out; it is way better. I pick up, pick up about two and a half tenths, I think, uh, but still a little snug, especially in three and four. Uh, so I text him that, told him he well, he calls me again. Tells me a couple more changes made, one kind of a big change. We went out in the heat race, and man, this thing was fast. I mean, just crazy. Probably fastest, you know, far as overall compared to anybody else that day. Fastest I've ever been at Dillon. Um, go out, uh, start seventh in the heat race where we drew, uh, drive it up to fourth in seven laps. Uh, so that was, you know, fairly good. Um, Dylan isn't always the easiest place to pass, regardless of how fast your car is. It's just it's tight coming off. Um, so you really got to figure out how to make it work, getting off the corner and set up your passes right to, to make it work right. So anyway, um, made it to fourth in the heat. Uh, our... our Main was a little bit later. We had quite a few races between us and the main. Uh, so get out there in the main, uh, jump right to third to begin with, um, run a few laps, uh, make it up to second, a uh, few more laps, and I take the lead. And, I mean, we were strolling, strolling. I mean, just walking off slowly but steadily, but we are gaining, you know, half car length, car length per lap. Well, all of a sudden I go down in a, I can't remember which corner it was, but I remember going in a corner, getting about center of the corner, and I got a little tight again. So, man, I feel like I kind of overdrove that corner a little bit. No big deal. Get back in it. We'll make it up next corner. Uh get down in that corner and I notice something just don't feel right 
and get really tight in that corner. And just didn't seem like we could get turned. Well, next corner, all of a sudden, I realize I'm not slowing down like I should be getting in the corner. Something, something really ain't right. Uh, so when I got down in the corner, uh, second place man, because I had, you know, done blue three corners in a row pretty much, uh, second place man's back on me. I get tight in center corner. I move up, let him on around. Well, <laughs> we drive down in the next corner. And when I did, I'm right behind him. I backed up my corner, and I'm really glad I did. But when I got down in the corner, the uh, brake pedal went to the floor. No brakes. Uh, and uh, that's a bad feeling. Yeah. Um, and my friend, Mister uh, Barry Martin, had taken the lead. And when I drove down the corner, didn't have any brakes. I just ran all into him. Um, fortunately, I mean, we didn't really tear anything up other than being some bumpers. Um, nobody spun out, nothing like that. He, you know, got me woed down enough by hitting him. Uh, I had to come on off track. Unfortunately, knocked him back from being in the lead right there himself all the way back to third. And that's probably what I felt more bad about. I mean, I hated it. it obviously, we didn't win and didn't do whatever we needed to do but uh but i felt really bad that uh that i took somebody else out you know along the way so i come in right. I, I come in and everything and uh <laughs> i just went to him uh, like barry i am so sorry man you know and before i could even say anything he said man i'm not worried about it he said, we race around each other all the time. He said, I knew when that happened that something had to happen because you wouldn't just drive like that. So that made right. me feel good, you know. Knowing that that's how people think about you at the track, you know, they know you're not going to drive like that. They, they they trust you to be able to drive around you and, you know, have a clean race. Exactly. So, that, but, yeah, so tore the car down yesterday, pulled brakes down. Um found out our right front was hanging up and I think it just kind of overheated brake fluid made you know boiled brake fluid causing air bubbles in the line basically and just no pedal because yesterday it worked after the race when it cooled down it worked brakes worked so can't, can't catch a brake can't catch a brake <laughs> literally <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah so oh man what Hey, at least, at least, y'all got a lot figured out with the car and know how to, to, to make it react a lot more now, so. Yeah, yeah, we got, I mean, that was a, it was a good learning day for us, so that was good, um, very good, uh, it was something, you know, new stuff we tried on the car and found out it'll work, and, and that was a good thing because, you know, it's not like we just get all this test time with the car, we get some practice, but it's typically pretty quick you don't have time to make big adjustments to just you know go out there and try and if it don't work you come back in throw something else if it don't work come back we don't have all that test time so so it's you know right. it was good to find out something that works and i really appreciate uh Jaden helping us out there and 
give me some good advice. So. Oh yeah, definitely. So that was all good. So, but anyway, speaking of the car and the show here, uh, let's go to the phone because we got something to add on both of them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, we got something new here uh, that we want to introduce to everyone if you haven't already heard about it. First of all, coming to Chicken Bone Alley as one of our partners and also on Lucky 13 Motorsports, our legend car, Miss Aaliyah Stevens. What is going on with high-octane racing apparel Welcome to the team. Thank you so much. We surely do appreciate it, and glad to have you on the phone here. It's great to be here. I'm super excited to team up with y'all and just get High Octane's name out there. I just started this company up, not even the beginning of summer, and the feedback so far has already amazed me so much, and it's so great to see everybody that wants to be a part of it and just kind of help me out as I figure all of this you know, out along the way. I honestly have no clue what I'm doing. I'm taking it step by step and just praying and hoping that I'm taking the right steps. And if I don't, then I learn from it. And having people like y'all helping me out just makes this so much easier. And it, I mean, it just makes it so fun getting to meet everybody from different tracks and fans and just kind of getting different perspectives. And I just like to meet people. So well, good. And I love racing, so <laughs> the two combined is just perfect. Well, good. That's awesome. But don't worry. None of us know what we're doing, so we're just all in it together, so it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, because I definitely, any help I can get, I will definitely take it, because like I said, I this is the first time I've ever gone out and done something on my own. I've always loved racing. I was brought up in it from the time I could walk until now, and being able to you know, kind of start my own thing that involves that. Hopefully I can just carry the momentum and make it something big that I can do the rest of my life. Awesome. That was awesome. All right. Well, before we get into Hogtain there, let's go back with you. You said you grew up in racing. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us how, how that actually started and, and uh, how you grew up in racing. Um, so it all started with my grandparents on both sides, actually, my mom and dad's side. They used to run at Lanier, um, like Peach State. They used to run asphalt. And then my dad raced. Um, I don't know what the division was. I just know he raced asphalt. I was little, little, little itty-bitty girl <laughs> just going to the racetrack, cheering on my daddy. And then my mom actually raced trucks for a little bit at Lanier as well. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, so it's in my blood. <laughs> it always has been. And they took a break for a while, and my dad actually just started dirt racing, not even the year before last, I believe. We went to Tacoa Raceway, actually, just one random Saturday night to watch the race. And next thing you know, we had two trucks, we had a stock eight, we had an open-wheel modified, we've had four enduro cars, and now he has two 602 cars. Wow. So one night has turned into a few years of racing. And I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love to watch my dad race. I've actually gotten in um, an enduro car, which is kind of like front wheel drive. I raced a few times. My brother, I raced with my brother, which was very interesting because all we wanted to do was take each other out. So <laughs> my brother actually moved up to the open wheel modified, and I'm hoping that I get to take a seat in it before the season's over with. Well, that's what I was fixing to ask. Uh, 
you have much uh much desire yourself to to really get in and and go for it or is just something you want to just try out every once in a while um i really really want this company to be my main focus but if i get the chance to sit in the car and go around the track i will definitely take that opportunity i love it and my dad's not gonna be able to do it forever and i would love to take his kind of spot eventually maybe one day if not Mm -hmm. my brother and kind of stay with it because i love going to the races if i could go every night i would (laughs) all right well i'm just gonna throw it out there because uh and, and, and you're not hurting our feelings either way Dirt or asphalt? Which one you want to go to more? Definitely dirt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you That's go. That's what everybody Definitely. That's <laughs> what we say, too. I just end up racing on asphalt all the time. So. <laughs> <laughs> the, there's something about the environment of dirt racing and all the people that come with it. I've made so many friends. And, like, just it's only been two years. I mean, it's crazy how many connections I've made, how many friends I've made. And I traveled um, a little bit with the Southern All-Stars um, with one of my friends who raced the super late model. I traveled with them, and I kind of that's when I really got to see how big the racing world is. And that's when I was like, this is definitely something that I want to be a part of and grow with. That is awesome. All right, well, let's get into it here with High Octane Racing Apparel, a uh, company you started from the ground up. Tell us how you got going with it. Um, so I got started, like I said, I just really wanted to be a part of the racing world and starting my own business has always been something that I've wanted to do. I guess I just never had the guts to do it on, on my own. And one day I just started, um, making designs on my computer. I used to work with my dad and he kind of helped me. He was like, well, what if you did something like this or something like that? And so it all just started with me making designs on my computer and asking around I had like a list of three or four different names that I wanted to use for the company and I kind of was able to narrow it down to high octane people that was the most like unique it was either that or four wide racing apparel but I wanted to eventually one day be able to expand the company to more than just dirt track racing like different types of racing and high octane is in like it's racing fuel so my dad was like my dad's been a big part of everything. I mean, he gives me his opinion, of course, on absolutely everything I do, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. He's like, oh, that's ugly, or you shouldn't do that. <laughs> but I love him for it, and he's really been, like, the rock that I've needed through all of it. And, I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be starting this company. And it's all because of him that I'm in the dirt track world, and I just wanted to be a part of it, you know, something bigger that I could grow. Since my dad doesn't trust me completely yet in a car, I wanted to <laughs> kind of make my own way in the dirt world. There you go. That's how you do it. Well, uh, all right. So tell us a little bit about uh, about the company as it is now. Um, what all do you have? What all, Obviously, I mean, it, high octane racing apparel, that means there's clothing there. So uh, tell us a little bit about what all, what all you got on the line there. Right now, I don't have much. I'm in the works of getting some more items ordered. I currently just have I have about four different style t-shirts um, that are unisex, and then I have a women's crop t-shirt and a women's tank, and then I have um, I have two different Richardson 112 hats. One of them is like all black with a leather patch, and then the other one is black and gray with embroidered writing on it. 
And then I have a couple of stickers. Um, I just ordered some more. I'm hoping, I just ordered, I just placed another order for some new merch with some new designs. So I'm hoping those come in soon. I'm supposed to be setting up at the World of Outlaws race this Saturday at Livonia. So I'm really hoping to see a big crowd there. That's usually, I mean, that is my home track, Livonia and Tacoa. So I get a lot of support there. So I'm excited to see some new fans, hopefully get my name out there a little bit more with the series coming by. But, um, and then I also have two women's hats. They're the foam truckers hats because I wanted to be able to appeal to both men and women in different like generations and ages. So I'm trying to intermix my styles so that everybody can feel like there's something there for them, if that makes sense. For sure. Definitely so. Well, uh, let everybody know real quick where they can go to see all the uh, all the merchandise you have available. Oh, of course. So it's um, highoctaneracingapparelco.com. It's kind of lengthy, <laughs> um, but that's the website. I actually just got some business cards in that I'm going to start handing out at the races, and it will have a QR code that you can scan, and it'll take you directly to the website. So I'll have those out um, this weekend. And also, you've got uh, plenty of social media going around with tons of pictures and links to the website also, right? Oh, yes, I definitely do. I love to use Facebook. Facebook is, like, my number one social media. I love using Facebook. I also have an Instagram as well. I even have a TikTok. I've yet to post on it because I'm not very <laughs> good at posting TikToks. But when I get my new merch in, I will definitely start using TikToks to kind of advertise the new merchandise. So that that's surprising coming from someone who just turned twenty one, especially be saying that <laughs> Facebook was their favorite. Facebook's my favorite too. I mean, other than Checkered because they're on our on our show here. <laughs> but um, but Facebook is really easy to post for, especially for a business. And uh, so oh, yes, it, t- Twitter I can't stand. I, I literally can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand the the uh, uh, no the uh the. Uh, I don't know how many characters it is you could put in there, but that drives me insane. <laughs> I just, I have Twitter. I never get on it, but Facebook just, it's so easy to use. There's so many different outlets. Like you can, there's Facebook marketplace and then you have different companies that have pages like mine and you can like or follow them. And so many people are on Facebook, like, and it just appeals to all generations. Like no matter how old you are, I feel like everybody has Facebook now. So it really is the number one outlet for my company. <laughs> for sure. And your uh, tag on there is high-octane racing apparel. Isn't, yes. that, isn't that correct? Yes, sir. And that's Okay, cool. I thought I was right on that. Um, cool. Well, good deal. Good deal. Well, uh, y- you just turned 21 years old. Is that correct? That's correct, right? Yes, sir, I did. So how was the 21st birthday? It was good. I actually worked on my birthday. I have I have two jobs. I model on the side. I go to school, and then I run the company. So I, I have a lot of my plate, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I'd rather be busy than not at all. So I love it. Um, I just went to dinner with my family. I'm a very family-oriented gal. I, I love my daddy the most. I'm not going to lie about it. <laughs> if you know me and you see me at a racetrack and my dad's racing, I'm pacing back and forth. I'm jumping up and down. I love watching racing. Um, so I just went to eat with my family and then with a few friends, and that's it. I didn't didn't go too wild or nothing like people would expect. 
Well, good. That's that's, that's good to hear, actually. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, good, awesome, good deal. <laughs> um, so, well, we are so excited to have uh, have High Octane join us and be part of the team over here on Chicken Bone Alley, and like I said, on Lucky Thirteen Motorsports. So uh, we are getting some. I got to get some stuff made up to have put on the car by this weekend, actually. So, so I greatly appreciate it. And I greatly appreciate you and everything that you're doing. It it really does mean a lot for somebody to recognize what I'm doing and want to be a part of it and try to help me out in any way they can. Because like I said, I'm flying blind here. I'm just (laughs) hoping for the best. And hopefully it shows, you know, through my love of racing and trying to express that to other people through my merchandise and something that's affordable for everybody. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely gonna have to go in there and uh, find me pick pick me out a couple shirts there and get some. Uh, Sterling, I know you've taken a look at them too. Uh, some good looking stuff on there, and absolutely, man. I love Richardson hats too. That's all I wear is Richardson hats. <laughs> so you can't go wrong there. That's some jam up looking stuff. <laughs> Thank you. I know Richardson one twelve. I honestly prefer those over any other type of hat, whether it be ball cap, trucker hat, a beanie. I love the Richardson one twelve personally. That's what we yeah, absolutely. see. That's what we need to do. We just need to send some chicken bone alley stuff over her way, and just like here, put the, <laughs> put these on your site too. <laughs> I can definitely set it up for you. And <laughs> there you go, there you go. Well, good deal, uh, ladies and gentlemen. High octane racing apparel. It is the name you're gonna you're gonna be seeing, and you're gonna want uh, everything from. Uh, you'll be able to find, like I said, find her on social media uh, at high octane racing apparel. Uh, website was uh, repeat that one more time it's high octane racing apparel co.com there you go and uh we'll have links to it on all our social media and um try to get one up on our website also to it so Aaliyah, but we sure appreciate you coming on hanging out with us today and uh hope to have you back on again sometime soon to talk about uh you know the the, the major growth of the company <laughs> Oh, definitely. I'm super excited to see where it takes me. Hopefully it goes pretty far. When um, I just hope to keep getting new merchandise in and getting new customers and just to get my name out there is all I ask for. You know, the support so far has been so amazing. I would have never thought that it would have taken me as far as it has so far. Well, there you go, people. Y'all will see uh, <laughs> some high-octane apparel at a track near you real soon. Leah, we sure appreciate you coming on here and hanging out with us, and uh, it's great talking with you. I appreciate y'all having me. All right, everybody. It's Leah Stevens uh, with high-octane racing apparel here on Chicken Bone Alley. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Excited to have high-octane racing apparel coming on board with us. Uh, that's going to be gonna be pretty cool so y'all go over there and check them out or you order you some some shirts some uh they got koozies too i saw that um everything leah was just talking about there uh hats i'm gonna have to go round me up some over there for sure heck yeah for sure man Add to my to my richardson hat collection that i have <laughs> so many of well, we, got, I love hats. we got a few got a few <laughs> got a few good deal good deal well there was some uh there was some racing or wrecking or something. 
like that going on. The, the, the two and a half mile Bristol. I don't think they're that much at Bristol. <laughs> no, they don't anymore. They, they really don't. Uh, uh, this I don't know. How how do you feel about? I noticed it in for the Xfinity race. Uh, well, let's talk about the Xfinity race real quick first. Um, that was a, a wreck fest for the most part. Um, triple overtime, uh, which don't seem like much. You think about that, it's like, oh, another green-white checker. Oh, another green-white checker. Oh, another green-white checker. Yeah, but a two-and-a-half-mile track, that just completely changed the entire strategy of a race. Oh, yes. There's people, most of them are not going to be good on fuel. I mean, most of the time that does not, you know, just play out easily. So Right. It's uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of I don't know, kind of aggravating in the sense that you just know it's going to be a wreck fest like that. Um, they all know it. Everybody knows it now. I mean, it's whole. God, it ain't nothing but blocking anymore. That is all you do, one hundred percent of the time, bro. You can't. I don't it. know. It's just. Well, the funny thing was is like even I think AJ Allmendinger didn't he get spun out or something like that and still still come back and finish third. Yeah. <laughs> right there at the end. So, I mean, just like, eh, I don't know. But uh, South Carolina's own Jeremy Clements ended up taking home a win, which was really cool to see. Hey, absolutely. It really is. I mean, it's a, I, you know, I, people always say, well, you know, anybody can go win. A, 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 a super speedway anymore and that that may very well be true but it seems like all the the, the best cars the best drivers supposedly quote unquote are the ones that ain't patient they ain't you God, it just drives me <laughs> crazy man they they so everywhere and it, it i don't know it's just uh it's it's, it's aggravating to watch honestly because it's just it's just block 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 and I mean, you can't slow them cars down it fast enough. No, that's not happening. I mean, you can't do it. Them boys are getting runs. They're running 10, 12, 14, 15 mile an hour faster than the guys in front of them, and they're just pulling right up. You can't slow the car down that fast. And they and they got way better and if you brakes. Do, than people that. behind you. Go through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're no, they're 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 they work. <laughs> it's just. That type of racing, just I used to love. I used to, I couldn't wait for Daytona and Talladega, man. I could not wait for it. Um, I loved the big pack racing back then, and, and it was always every now and then a big one, you know, whatever. But it just didn't seem like now, but it just it ain't nothing but blocking. You, if you're the control car, you ain't doing nothing but going back and forth, back and forth. You're just blocking that line constantly. Yeah. And, um, it just it just don't make for good. and then then like I said if, if you know if you get a big run you've either got to you've got to kill them run all up into them or you got to try to dodge them because you can't stop then you you're trying to move around up there and it just I didn't see one time where that worked <laughs> so, no um and it, and it don't I mean it it didn't it didn't on Sunday or, or you know whatever it just I don't know. It just makes for some crazy racing. So, you know, back when 
the Toyotas and stuff used to just all pile together and ride in the back for, you know, 80, 90% of the race. I don't blame them anymore. I just, I don't see the point in going up there and trying to race up there anymore. Well, uh, and moving on to the uh, cup race, uh, case in point, now he ended up making it, making it, but Ryan Blaney put himself up in the mix. His his goal, he, he said, you know, uh, in order to seal his fate in the in the playoffs, there it, he thought it was best for him to run up there uh, towards the front and just try to go get as many points as he could and win, and you know, do whatever he thought was best for his team, which I don't disagree with. Uh, but at the same time, you're putting yourself in a big, big risk there, and that's exactly what happened. He ended up, I think, six laps down. Right. Um, he got in right at the end, uh, because of um because of cars wrecking. Is the if 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 the big wreck wouldn't have happened, uh, with the rain, uh, Ryan Blaney will be out of it. Yeah. Um. Yep. And I think he was regular season points. He was what second or third in points all year. Yeah. Was, uh, finished third in points or whatever it was. So. There's, I don't know. There's still I, that. <laughs> I think they build that whole thing up for for drama, I guess. You know, but 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 you know that having Daytona or Talladega control the fate of a team that is run consistently as much as well as even Martin Truex has. Um, that's just tough, man. Well, I, that that's that's what I, I was mean, actually fixing to ask you. How do you feel about having Daytona as the end of season, end of regular season race going into the playoffs? That is the cutoff race. That is the make it or break it race. How, how do you feel about that? I don't. I don't particularly like it. I mean, yeah, if you can't get it done within the first twenty-five races, you know, you want to expect to do it in the last one. Okay, maybe that's that point. Whatever, but. You know, I know. We all know that it's that that they placed they put that race on that weekend, twenty six race, for that reason, for the drama aspect of it. Oh, yeah. And they all know what the outcome's going to be of that. They're going to tear up a bunch of junk. And because how many cars right there? And we talked about last week. Bubba Wallace. You know, Justin Haley could have. Um, there's so many cars that could have got that playoff spot and they knew it and that was their only option is to go for it um and they're just they're just there's zero patience anymore in them cars and in drivers or what i don't know if you just can't do it or i don't know but it just it don't make for uh to me it just looks silly in my point and nascar's it idea of excitement it just looks silly to me because, it, I mean, it, it, what what is that proving? That ain't proving no best car is going to be in your playoff. That's just they want to get more viewers for the last races of the regular season. Yeah, um, uh, I guess we're, uh, <laughs> I guess we're getting more and more old school. <laughs> yeah, I say so. It's, uh, I think it's coming to they they're trying to get younger viewers. And the uh, 
the drama, I guess it is, is what they think is going to bring the younger viewer to watch it. And maybe so. I don't know. Um, they know how to read television ratings and all that way more than I do. Um, but I don't know. I talk to a lot of younger people at racetracks even here. And the guys that I, the young guys that I even race with, they're not even big NASCAR fans, most of them. They might want to make it to NASCAR, but they're not a big NASCAR fan. They just want to uh, race, I, and which is really right. weird to me because, you know, when we were young, coming up, racing ourselves, that was our, you know, that was everybody's goal. I want to make it to NASCAR, especially when you're, you know, 10, 11 years old, whatever. I want to make it to NASCAR. I want to be like Jeff Gordon. I want to be like Dale Earnhardt. I want to be like... Whoever, you know, back in the day. Um, right. Now, you don't, you're not hearing those guys. You're not hearing that from these younger guys. Uh, it's a, it's a different, different uh, time, I guess, different generation completely in their thoughts on, on the racing now. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it, well, I don't know. It's, it just, it seems more like, just, they're, they're trying to turn into more of a reality series than they are uh, racing series. And um, I think this weekend kind of proved that point more so, um, which I, I knew it. I had really anticipated it turning out just like it did pretty much. Um, and I think Mark Truex even did. You know, he kind of knew that going in and was expecting that. And I don't honestly think there's a driver out there that looks forward to going to a uh, super speedway anymore no other than maybe the the the, the you know the, the guys that don't get the opportunity to run up front um well, that's what on I was a regular basis as well as fixed say we had cody Ware yesterday finished uh sixth i think it was uh yeah. bj mcleod finished uh i can't remember somewhere right there also like eighth or something like that also yeah. in the top 10 which is i mean i mean that's good for those teams. They finish there. Uh, it's not normal. Um, maybe maybe they'll use that extra money that they made finishing up top in a race uh, to uh, maybe up their program some. I doubt, but you know, <laughs> um, exactly. I don't know. I, it's I don't... a it's but what I think the biggest thing I don't like about it, and this could have happened anytime, and it's happened many times over the years, and I hate to say this, and I am not talking bad about him, because uh, Austin Dillon, I'm just going to say, Austin Dillon has now won four NASCAR Cup Series races, which over the course of the time of NASCAR period, less than 100 drivers have done. So if you really put that in perspective, there's been a lot of drivers come through NASCAR. Less than 100 of them, I think, it might be less than 75, have won four or more races. So right. I'm not talking junk about uh, Austin Dillon. I'm not. But I said this last year. I probably said it the year before. Uh, and I'm going to say it again this year. He come up. He run up front at Daytona. Uh, yeah, he probably could have won Charlotte. Um, 
had, you know, not messed up there. Uh, but I don't see Austin Dillon doing anything in the playoffs, just like I said last year. I think he's a – I mean, he, he won his way there. More power to him. He did what he had to do to get there. Great for it. But I think it is a wasted spot. I think – now, granted, Martin Truex Jr. couldn't win a race in the first one, races, uh, but he was more consistently towards the front. So right. I feel like Martin would have better been a, you know, uh, uh, if you even want to talk about drama, you know, Martin would have been running close to the front, making these points battles more interesting. I don't think Austin Dillon's going to do that. No, I mean, well, Martin Truex, I think, won more uh, stage wins. He got more stage points than anybody. He's yep. been up front. He's had tough breaks, but he's definitely run up front. Um, I'm playing the same way, you know. And, and, but but but, you know, you take somebody that 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 would have been, and I don't know where he would have finished, but I'm just going to say it: if somebody that would have finished 21st in the regular season point standings is in, but the person that was seventh in the regular season point standings is out. It just don't. That does not make sense, especially when it comes down. To a crapshoot like it was yesterday, just don't make sense. That's right. That's right. Um, and I guess we could probably say the same thing about uh, Austin Cedric. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? What so. is? What has he shown other <laughs> this year other than first race? No. Exactly. Um, he made it in off winning Daytona. And more power to him for winning Daytona 500, but he barely, you know, could do anything else. So I don't know. I still don't agree with the with the whole no, the I, whole I really win and you're in. I think that's the biggest thing I don't agree with. I don't. I don't. I don't agree right. with that one win should get you in. I I I am to the point myself. If it's two wins, okay, fine. Two wins lock you in. But I don't think one win should. Um, no, I, I don't either. And, you know what? What even been even crazier is if if Kurt Busch would have stayed locked in to the playoffs, and Austin Dillon won, right? So would that have taken both of them out? Uh, that, taking Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex out? Yes, yes, it would have because they didn't have any so, wins. Right, so the person, the, 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 the two guys that finished third and seventh in the regular season points <laughs> would not be in the top 16. That's just crazy to me. I mean, you know, consistency doesn't mean anything. Anymore. Not anymore. And I think we see we see a lot of, Especially throughout a team, like just for instance, I'm gonna say this. Um, take Alex Bowman for instance. You know, he went out, he won a race earlier in the year. It's almost like Hendrick Motorsports is using that car to test with. They're trying every little thing. I hope that's like what they they're doing with it. I, I really believe that. I really do, because there's no way that we we've seen Alex Bowman's drive driving ability. We know he can drive a race car. We know that that one car ain't that far off from the other three. Uh, 
I think that's what they're doing. That, I think they did that a lot last year. I, I really do. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I, it doesn't matter though because they can get one win first year, and it really makes no difference. Oh, that's what year. they're that's what they're hoping to do now. I mean, it's hoping to just get go ahead get one win out the way. And if you can do that, then you can. Do like you just said. You can test the rest of the year. You can whatever until uh, most yeah, people. It don't matter. And I ain't saying some of them won't drive because Kyle Larson has proven it that he, he, he don't care if he's got 10 wins. He wants 11 wins or, you know, whatever else. Right. Um, Ross Chastain, pretty much the same way. He'll do whatever he can uh, for seventh spot. He don't care what spot it is. He wants that next spot. Right. Uh, but there are some drivers out there and some teams out there to be like, yeah, let's just roll through it. Uh, let's don't tear up too much and and get, you know, get whatever we can, but we're already locked in. Not a big deal. And right. this year, being that there were so many winners, uh, 16 winners, uh, and the only reason there was one point spot was because of Kurt Busch, like we were just talking about. Uh, it, it's... it's uh, the points, the playoff bracket right now, if you look at points on it, is really, really, really close. Uh, I saw it from Joey Logano. I think Joey Logano was second seeded in it, I think it yeah. is. Yeah. And uh, there are only 20 points uh, from second to 16th. Right. Um, I think it's, who's up front? Is it Kyle Larson? Had the most wins? Ooh. No. Uh, Chase Elliott, I think. Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. That's right. Uh, he, I think he had 260 points. So he was above a little bit. He had a little bit of a cushion uh, from first right. to second. But from second to 16th, <laughs> one race one race difference. I mean, for everybody. So. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, and still that, you know, there's so many things that can come, that can happen. You know, Kyle Larson runs great all year, and say the last race of the season, he runs hot. Yeah. Like he did. No, I, I, don't get me started on that I mean, one just, race for the championship. I, I'm still not a fan. <laughs> I just don't get it, dude. I don't, I, I don't understand it. You know, I, I, I can maybe see more of in the, in the stages, in the playoffs, uh, if you win, you're in in that stage. Okay, I can see that because there's a lot less chances. I mean, three races or whatever. You know, I mean, I, I get that. But I think throughout the season, I think that needs to be into consistency. 26 races, you run consistently in the top 16 in points, then 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 you're in. I I I, I swear, I know he keeps saying that, but it just means it. it it's I don't know. It just takes it takes the whole season away. Cause it don't matter. I mean, it literally don't matter. Stay, you got to stay in the what, top 30 in points? There ain't but 36 cars to start the race. But it's, Lord. If you can't stay in the top 30, I mean, come on. <laughs> but it's so, something for TV to promote. That, and that's that's all. That's why I say it's, it's more of a, 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 a drama series, a, a reality show series, than it is actually. Well, it's just like football. I mean, they want to. TV can't get past. That we're not uh, are racing. We're we uh, we're not a stick and ball sport. TV TV executives can't 
comprehend that. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but they can't comprehend that. Um, they see us ticking ball sports from day one when college football starts up. What are they talking about? Who's going to be in the the uh, the final or whatever it's called now? I playoff, the playoff, whatever it is. That is what college they're talking about. Exactly. That is what they're talking about from day one in it now. And so they think racing needs that same thing. Um, because it drives drama over the entire year. And that is what they have done. Yep. Yeah, it, it's totally changed the, the outlook on the sport and and the the, the, the the fan the type of fan, honestly. I mean it's changed totally. Um, and I'm not talking junk about the fans. I'm just saying it's just different. You go now, my opinion, you go to Darlington now, and there's all these young people out there that don't know a thing about <laughs> racing. They go on uh, eBay or wherever, and they find these old T-shirts, cut them all up, cut their jeans off, and they just want to go out there and drink beer and, and just look cool in front of everybody. I get That's my opinion. It ain't like it used to be. <laughs> so much different. But that's what they want. That's the kind of people that they want there. And that's okay, but it just ain't. I think that's what's drawing more people back than Friday and Saturday night racing, dirt tracks, uh, dealing on Saturday night. That's drawing more people to that crowd because that's actually racing. You know, you're going over there, and that's what it's. That's what we're doing. No, that's right. Uh, anyway, I don't know. I guess I'm <laughs> Oh well. Well, moving on from there, I reckon. This is Hot Laps, presented by SRI Performance, stock car, steel, and aluminum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another edition of Hot Laps. Uh, This week on the phone, we got Mr. Jeff Backey Jr. What is going on, Jeff? Hey, David, happy to be here. A huge fan. Um, a lot of the guys at SRI always talk about Chicken Bone Alley and glad to finally be a part of it. They must be really bored up there is all I'm saying. <laughs> Those moments, that's for sure. <laughs> no, we sure appreciate them guys and uh, appreciate all you guys and appreciate SRI performance that is for sure over here on uh, chicken bone alley so uh jeff want to uh get into it with you here man and uh talk about you a little bit and uh first of all you are at sri performance what is your position there uh, i am hired to be the uh the graphic artist that's uh, the official role i also do a lot of the um like back-end marketing assisting with uh with our marketing team, so I'm in the same office, but a lot of the stuff that I do kind of goes in conjunction with them, whether it's um, most of it, 90% of it's graphics, and um, they pay me to sit around on the computer and create cool stuff all day. So uh, if you want to call it a job title, <laughs> we'll go with that. Hey, I've always heard if you love what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. That's what I've always heard. Is- so. Absolutely true. Well, cool, man. It's good to know somebody with graphic design. Now I know somebody to come to. Hey, man, I need a new uh, Chicken Bone Alley logo with some SRI stuff in there. Hey, I know who to go to now. <laughs> there we go. Well, how long have you? Uh, how long have you been over at SRI? 
I actually got started right around um, the same time as the pandemic hit. So as March 2020, uh, two and a half years roughly, It's um, it was a weird time getting in there, especially at the time racing had stopped. So to uh, it took a little while before we actually got into a normal rhythm and see how things worked out. But yeah, two and a half years now. I got you. I got you. Well, good deal. Well, good deal. Um, well, like we always like to talk to everybody around uh, these parts, I guess we'll say. Um, obviously, you went to SRI, or most people go to SRI or get involved in a racing industry like this. So, uh, because they enjoy racing to some extent. So, uh, how did how have you been involved in racing yourself? I uh, actually, my dad used to race uh, street stocks. Um, at a dirt track in Maryland, Bud's Creek, oh, yeah. and I was probably too young to realize what was going on at the time, but I grew up with all the pictures. He always stayed involved in it, so I got my love for that from my father, and when we moved down here, I was presented with an opportunity to race some somewhat close i live in statesville and about a half hour drive from that is cleveland north carolina um probably a few miles down the road from millbridge but it's a private track called esp speedway and i currently am um, running carts there i've been doing so for about four years sweet five years so it's a lot of fun unrestricted nice nice uh what well, uh, all right i got to ask all my go-kart racers because that was that was my background where where me and Sterling both came from on here. So, uh, what 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 chassis are you running right now? I've got a PRC Nemesis. There we go, a Nemesis. You wanna you wanna something pretty? Um, I don't know if I've ever told this on here. Um, pretty spectacular, I guess you can say about the Nemesis. Um, I and. I don't know if I'm bragging or just saying how old I am. <laughs> but uh, I actually had the very first nemesis that Harold Wiggins welded with the computer welders. Uh, the ones before that he had, there was a few uh, welded by hand. Uh, but I actually had the first one, and it was a odd situation how it happened. Um, there was a guy around here uh, that was really, really good go-kart racer. And he, um Jeff Bryant was his name. He was uh, kind of a factory driver for for Phantom at the time, and he was getting out of it. He was retiring, and he had, but it, the Nemesis had just come out, or was just coming out. Um, hadn't even really, you know, hit the dealers yet, and he had already got one to the local shop that he uh, went through, and he decided when it came in that he was giving it up and called Harold Wiggins actually to ask him if we could, if I could get the go-kart and uh, run it and they let me run it. So, so I had the very first one (laughs) off the computer welder actually. Uh, I I think actually the way they serial numbered, it was actually serial number one. Um, And, but I will say, I know yours is probably running a whole lot better. Uh, don't ever get anything that's serial number one. <laughs> they don't yeah, like- I, don't, I didn't know a whole lot about it when I started. Um, I had a 
I'd actually been racing for a few months and I didn't have any adjustments. I think it was a stalker chassis. Yeah, that's what uh, I started on myself. Straight welded and we brought a, um, a flathead alcohol powered or alcohol fueled engine up there and everybody else was running clones, gas powered and it was blistering fast oh. in like the warm up laps we ran but I run three, four laps, and it would melt all the plastic parts in the carburetor. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I wasn't ever able to get past that, and then the engine blew when I finally converted it over from alcohol to fuel. Yeah. And uh, and then a friend of mine gave me this to hold on to, and he says, to tell you the truth, I'm probably not coming back for it, but in the event that I do, or in the event I don't, I want you to have it. So I've had it for a couple of years and like i said it was right after i started so all i knew is that it had adjustable casters and camber and it was a whole lot more than what i had to start with so that's right it's been pretty good they're, they're good carts for sure good carts for sure and uh, i was always like i said i was always a phantom fan myself so that's that's good stuff um but in in speaking of go-karts um you being around SRI over there and, and sister company over there, Stock Car Steel, uh, what's some stuff guys that are racing go-karts can can head over to SRI Performance or maybe even Stock Car Steel and get for their rides? Absolutely. The, um, the best part about kart racers out there is being a kart racer myself and being involved with the marketing side of things. I've tried to do my part in getting – some cart parts in and it's a very slow struggle especially now with all the supply chain issues um but we do have we can order just about anything so uh we have like dell west the valves titanium valves we can order they have the uh, technical specs for the valves for a clone or even a predator uh, which is a good start. Uh, Molly Clevett for the the pistons and I mean, I mean you can go into any sort of different part and we can order it, but it's going to take time. So it's probably just better off going with you know your local part supplier for the the bigger stuff, the main components. But as far as like fasteners go. Um, any sort of nut and bolt that come on these carts, um, SRI has been a saving grace for that. I can't tell you how much of just one of the bolts I was pricing out a few weeks ago it was like a dollar a bolt, and our retail price on it was like forty cents. Wow. So, um, and, it, and it's a way higher quality too so for sure and uh it, it's it's crazy you would never think you'd go through that many nuts and bolts on a go-kart would you <laughs> no and see everybody's kind of gotten to the point where you run what you have so it, i think most of these started off at or as metric and you slowly convert them over to standard obviously engine stuff is going to stay metric that's right um but at least in my case whoever had this before everything on it was metric and trying to find a replacement bolt for something was not a whole lot of fun. So I slowly started converting everything over and um, I won the championship last year at the track at ESP Speedway 
And I'm not saying it's all because of the fasteners, but <laughs> hey, every little um, part helps. <laughs> every little thing helps, yeah. But <laughs> we have like the Maxima has like special oil that's really really good for these engines. Um, so nice. Any kind of lubricants. Nice. That and that is uh, that's what I tell try to tell everybody myself myself is uh is guys i don't care what you're driving what you're racing what if it's your street car your everyday street car if you want good parts good performance parts uh for your car to 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 last uh, and not not only just to drive fast obviously we want to go fast as racers but just to last and and good stuff like you just said high quality stuff head over to SRI Performance, and uh, they can definitely hook you up with whatever you're working on. They can always find it. Um, so, in you know, speaking of that, you walking around the shop there, looking at what's going on, uh, looking somewhere uh, that y'all are gonna put a sign or whatever, and you're gonna design and making it look cool. What's some of the the uh, latest, greatest, coolest looking products out there that's sitting on the showroom floor uh, in the shop there that that kind of catches your eye? Uh, personally for me, I'm a huge Milwaukee tools fan. I've got the power tools, the hand tools, and, um, we're slowly kind of dipping our foot into that. And we have, um, we have kind of like an end cap as soon as you come into the building that if you like Milwaukee tools, like I do, it'll catch your eye. You'll stop, look at it. Um, we've had the rivet guns, but you know, some of the stuff that I do on my cart is riveting, but like the late model racers at street stock racers, they're going to have to do a whole lot more riveting. And the rivet gun that we have takes the uh, Milwaukee M12 battery and it's a whole lot easier than trying to do it all by hand. That so. is 100% <laughs> correct there. I got my legend car. We, uh, we don't run a lot of rivets on it, but we do some ourselves. And I'm going to tell you what, riveting them by hand stinks you got to have something uh to, to work faster i mean that's that's our main goal here you know as racers most of the time we gotta get stuff done quick especially when we're at the track work faster and save your knuckles <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly for sure so that's that's pretty cool all right well i, I, oh, I wanted ahead. to add one more thing to that yeah man um the i don't know if you've spoken with john strange or used parts manager oh, yeah. yet um, I, I kind of figured you did. <laughs> he was one of the guys that was bragging about it, but he, uh, he's been d turning over our used parts department and, um, uh, we have a, a lot of the, a lot of the race shops are switching over from the old car to this new next gen car. And it doesn't technically mean that they, it, you know, it's cup stuff, but uh, it's, simple race shop tools or even just regular shop supplies. Um, walking through there last week, I come across all kinds of different things, air compressors, hose reels, and it's all discounted and um, everything cleans up good. Obviously, John's not going to take any junk in. So that's right. That's another good perk to stopping by. That That is, that is 100% true there. They, um, and, and I, I like to brag about the used parts there all the time. Because that's what I've told many people, and there's some, um, uh, like you talked about, coming from uh, 
you know, a street stock, pure stock, hobby stock, you know, whatever them guys want to call it or something like that. Um, you'd be surprised. Uh, you're looking for something that's not really, you know, just made out there, just pieces of material or or some kind of, uh, <laughs> who knows? I mean, exactly. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard people talking about, oh, we can, we can make this particular brake caliper work on our car to make, and it come off a cup car. Um, it seems kind of high dollar sometimes for me for some of these guys' application, but hey, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Uh, so I seen we have pieces. A whole of, aisle. I know of it's, it's insane, <laughs> isn't it? Um, exactly. I, I, and I've been back there, and there'll be just bins of just pieces of carbon fiber everywhere. And uh, it's like, man, I could make that work on this. I could make it, you know, make it work throughout the car. And it's like, and you, it's not something that's just going to be made uh, or, you know, that you had to kind of fab up and it's going to be heavy or whatever. No, there's pieces of carbon fiber sitting back here. <laughs> it probably already made like you need it. Um, exactly. It doesn't have to be for that purpose. Exactly. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's really cool. So uh, head over there and uh, check out the used parts as soon as you can, whenever you need something, go over there to SRI Performance, check out the used parts. Um, all right. Well, G- going in a little too more of your job over there. Um, I know you uh, make up some graphics and stuff for the events that are coming up. Uh, tell us some of the special projects you're working on uh, with graphic wise and stuff for for events and and like you said on the marketing side, what's coming up over there? So uh, September seventh, we're going to be at Eldora Speedway. Uh, they're doing some sort of. I believe it's on a Wednesday night, and it's a after race, after show, so to speak. Uh, Dirty Grass Soul will be on stage playing, and I'm actually designing the backdrop currently. Nice. That is going to be behind them. Um, just about finished with it. It's going to be sent over to the print shop later this week, being that it's just next week that the show's happening. So. Um, that's one of the things we have a brand new box truck. Let's, it's a few months old, but when stuff comes in down the pipeline, I have to take stuff and switch it up by priority. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> that the box truck is on the road every day. We don't want to put anybody out, uh, or stop deliveries for two or three, four days while it's being wrapped. So <laughs> that's, right. that's one thing. We've got PRI coming up in December. Um, and then for the pit or the pit instruction and training, they have a welding course, and we just revised all of the packages. We have a lot of really cool uh, welding packages for a lot of the students that come through there for any budget, whether you're uh, MIG welding, TIG welding, stick welding. We definitely have anything welding-related. Uh, student or pro <laughs> so <laughs> there you go that's awesome that's awesome all right so out of all the projects you've worked on at uh at sri it, looking over it in the past since you've been there what's one of the ones that has stood out to you my favorite has got to be the um the nascar cup series trackside hauler goes to all 36 races it's in the infield of all the tracks um 34 out of 36 weeks you see it on tv so it's been that's been really really cool to see i 
haven't, um, I've been doing graphic design for probably 10 to 12 years now. And to look on TV and see something that you've made is really cool and really satisfying, especially since we're, we park in front of all the cup haulers. So it's like, sometimes you can't miss it. One of the shots from this weekend at Daytona, it was like a, a full TV picture of <laughs> the hauler. So that was really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm going to tell you, that thing looks good too, man. Um, I'll actually be there with them. I uh, hope to be there with with them this weekend at uh, Darlington. Uh, so, but I got to hang out earlier in the year out over at Darlington. Really looked at it, man. That thing, and, and like you said, see, I see it on TV quite a bit because of where it always parks right at the end. So, uh, is that, that is really cool? That's really cool, and I, it's it's really cool for me even because I'm like, hey. That's my guys right there. <laughs> so uh, awesome. I, I get to tell everybody that. So that's 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 cool. Um, I want one more thing for you here, man. Uh, when uh, when you got racers in the family and or your friends with racers as you are yourself with the cart guys and everything else, um, what is something uh that you per se would I don't know, uh, either recommend a friend buying from SRI, just, you know, random stuff, or, or maybe even buy for, you know, birthday, Christmas present yourself to give to someone else. What was something that'd be cool to do something like that with? Um, gift wise, unless your friend or significant other, whoever it may be, says something specific, a gift certificate is going to be the best way to go. You don't want to get them the wrong thing. There you go. Um, racers can be very particular. So that's always the best route to go. And especially like if you, like on the stock car steel side of things, um, aluminum or steel for whether you're doing a trailer uh, or you're building your own chassis or your own car, that kind of stuff. I mean, I wouldn't know what to get if I knew a friend needed some steel, I mean, there's so many different kinds. So like gift wise, I'd have to say gift certificate. Um, if I was going to tell a friend, Hey, don't go here, go there. I would definitely recommend them coming by, um, go over to our building or come into the building. We'll take you through a tour and check out the aisles and the vast variety of fasteners and all the other stuff that like, we have so much stuff that's not on the actual showroom floor that is in the warehouse that people don't see. I mean, we have some stuff, but it's there's so much more behind the scenes. Yes, you are right there because uh, taking a tour myself, and I was so surprised. I got lost coming back. I'm not even going to lie. I, kinda got, <laughs> I got talking at the back, and I was like, I'm going to walk up front. And I was like, where is up front? <laughs> I don't remember how to get you back. Can get you can get turned around quickly in there. Uh, so it, 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 but I but I was okay because there was there was race car parts everywhere. I was good to go. I did. I was good. <laughs> exactly. You can be left alone, and after about an hour, we'll send somebody back a search party to come look for you. <laughs> exactly. All right, man. Well, it's sure been good having you on the show today, man, and uh, we sure appreciate it, and sure appreciate the job that you do. 
making everything look good over there, buddy. As uh, like you said, with the trailer, box truck, uh, everything over there. Um, we see all the stuff that comes across and the way it looks, and uh, we can tell you take some pride in, and you do a great job at it, man. Thanks, David. I appreciate everything you guys do, Chicken Bone Alley, and uh, like I said, huge fans. I'm glad to be a part of this, and uh, again, thanks for doing all this. It's been a, a fun experience, and this year alone, listening to some of the people and especially the conversations the next day, it's it's definitely been interesting. It sure has, man, to say the least. And uh, we'll have definitely have more to come uh, on here. So uh, everybody. Mr. Jeff Backey Jr. here on Hot Laps. All right, ladies and gentlemen, they, uh, as we say every week on here, just as you just heard, racers, you need to go to SRI Performance. They got everything. I don't care if you race a go-kart, as we just heard. Head over to SRI Performance um, and get all the parts you need for everything you got. Get on the website, as we always say, load that card up. At time of checkout, put in that promo code of C Bone Ten. That's C is in B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off at time of checkout. Uh, who don't want ten percent? I want ten percent. I want ten percent. And you don't even have to switch to Gecko. Hey, that's pretty nice, right there. <laughs> uh, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So y'all head over there. And check them out, uh, like and and same same deal over at uh, stock car steel and aluminum. Um, head over there, guys. Get all the materials you just need. Did you need like like Jeff was just saying? You can build a build a race car frame if you want to. Um, I, we were just talking about go karts, and I'll have to look them back up. Um, I hate I don't know this. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, I can't do it right now, but I'm gonna have to look it up. Um. There's a brand of chassis that's being built. I want to say it was right in the Charlotte area of go-karts that are using all materials from stock car steel and aluminum. There you go. So that tells you right there, guys. They got top, top quality, top-notch quality there. So head over to stock car steel and aluminum, get all the materials you need. And it, it is um around here. Guess what time of year it is, guys? It is deer hunting season here in Florence, South Carolina. And hog cooking season, too. Hey. Definitely getting to that. Definitely. I can't wait. (laughs) It needs to be just a little cooler. A little bit cooler. A little bit cooler. But it's getting close. I don't know what it is. Why why don't I want to eat hog off the grill like that when it's it's hot outside? I don't know why it is. I I don't know, but uh, I know why I don't. Because I had to get up in the grill and hash it all up when it's hot. So I don't want to do all that. I want to at least be cold outside uh, while I'm doing that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, but uh, yeah, anything you need, they got it all for sure. All your well supplies, gases, got everything. Go check them out. Yep, for sure. Um, also, guys, head over to Profab Headers and Exhaust. Um, speaking of some pretty materials, they sure got some pretty materials that they uh. They, their motto is that literally they are quality that wins, and the reason they can say that is because they put out a quality product, uh, some of the nicest headers and exhaust that you will ever find. 
and uh, they're they are the top-notch stuff, also. So, so head over to uh, Profab Hitters and Exhaust there. Get yourself some for your car today. Your race car, make it run fast, go fast. Um, some so, something that you'll definitely put it on. Something our buddy Earl Ramey puts on most of his motors. He uses uh, Profab Hitters. I know they're on their personal race car. The house car for Earl Ramey Racing Engines uses Profab headers and exhaust. So uh, that means if you run an Earl Ramey Racing Engine, or if you don't, that means you need to go get one, first of all. And uh, so you can have plenty of horsepower under your hood uh, because Earl Ramey's got the best of the best motors out there, period. Period. I'll put them up against anybody. I don't care. Uh, so head over there, talk to our buddy Earl Ramey. Uh, and Earl Ramey Racing Engines and get yourself a motor in your ride today um, or as soon as possible because he's probably got a backlog yeah, of I don't know how long. Like, he's probably got about 80 of them. He's working on so but just go on and get on the list. For sure because uh, it's um, they're in high demand. <laughs> they are in high demand. Yes. So y'all head over there and get you get, you, get on the list. You get on the list too. That's what you need to do. You need to get on the list because uh, he can't just be handing these out like hotcakes. Cause... Well, you don't want to, in my opinion, you don't want a, a, a race motor builder that's looking for work. You don't want that. Yeah, you typically don't want that. There, there's a reason they're looking <laughs> for work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if somebody's got a backlog, there's a reason they got a backlog. Typically because they're the exactly. best ones out there. So... So that so y'all head over, head over to all our uh, all our affiliates and help them out because they help us out, if nothing else. Because we tell them we appreciate them all. Absolutely. So speaking of, I, I want to bring this up on here. Um, Wednesday, uh, I'm going to be doing something pretty daggone cool that I've kind of wanted to do for a little while, I guess. Uh, well, I've been wanting to do some of it, but there was a reason come up uh, that I've decided to do it. Um, unfortunately, Sterling ain't going to be able to go, but our buddy uh, Trey Kelly going to ride with me. I'm going to call it I'm gonna call it the road to the revival is what I'm going to call it Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll name it. Uh, Wednesday morning, going to be heading out bright and early. Me and, like I said, mine and Sterling's buddy, Trey Kelly, going to be riding with me. Probably going to be my cameraman for me most of the time. <laughs> um, but we are headed, first of all, uh, we're making a, a good day trip. Long, It's going to be a long day. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, we're going to head out first thing in the morning. Our first stop, planning right now tentatively. This is all tentative schedule. Um our first stop will be heading up to Profab Hitters and Exhaust. Uh, talk to our buddy Andrew Garris up there. Uh, get in the shop, do some filming for y'all, let y'all see everything that's there. Um, then we're going to leave there and uh, head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines and show y'all what goes on uh, behind the scenes there at the, there at the motor shop. Let y'all see some of the motors sitting there getting ready to get built. Uh, maybe we'll have some stuff going on on the dyno. Who knows? So we can show it all going on. 
Um, and then uh, plan is to head from there over to SRI Performance. Uh, talk with all our friends over there. Uh, get them on, you know, talking online. Uh, all this is going to be probably live on Facebook. That is the plan. Um, so y'all be put turn your alerts on for our videos. Whatever you gotta do, uh, it's gonna be a fun day for sure. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And then we'll be leaving SRI Performance and heading to North Wilkesboro Speedway to watch the Cars Tour race. Try to get there relatively decent time. Get down there in the pits. We're going to uh, go talk to the guys at the SRI trailer there. Um, but then, you know, who knows what happened there. Y- y'all know how that is. We'll try to catch some drivers. Um, I don't know yet. I may. I, I know a couple guys running the Cars Tour race. Uh, if if uh, they ain't nothing holding me back from it and there might be who knows but uh i might even try to throw a camera on a car or two that'd be sweet hey what well, old chad mccombs gonna be in there so. exactly that was one i was thinking of <laughs> one of them i'm thinking <laughs> yeah. of <laughs> yeah i know he knows Joe jr probably pretty well so uh you never know you never know that's all you i think, can say. think you we can get know. one in the sun drop car <laughs> Hey, Bo, go for it. Just walk go up, for I just walk up there with it. I'm putting this in. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's Act like I'm supposed to. <laughs> that's that's the best way to do it. We learned that a long time ago. So. Is that like I'm uh, supposed to be here? <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, that's awesome. I hate I'm not going to be able to do it. Uh, miss a lot of miss a lot of work and time away uh, moving uh, the past few weeks. So, yeah, I got to. I got to stay back and, and do the work thing, unfortunately, but uh, I know y'all have a great time and, and, and uh, looking forward to, to seeing all the lives and, and seeing what all y'all can catch and, and, and learn and uh, and grow grow our uh, brand a little bit, yeah? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, speaking of that Cars Tour race, um, if you ever see them, especially on their social media and everything else, um they, they're uh, one of their biggest sponsors is also one of our sponsors, MPM McAllister Precision Marketing. Our friend Tanya over there actually talked to her today. Um, um, I, I and I didn't even ask if she was going to be at Northwood Square, but I imagine she is. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, so if you are, or if you are, or if you know a driver that is up and coming guys and wanting to build their career and want to do it the right way, get in front of the right people at the right times, you need to get with a great marketing company to make this all happen because we know now, um, (laughs) I hate to say this, um, even this is probably one of my least favorite statements I think I've ever heard, honestly, um, that Toyota made this statement, I think it was today, might have been today or yesterday. Um, they were talking about Kyle Bush's contract, how it's still not done. Uh, they wanted to get done, but they made a statement that being great wasn't just good enough. Hmm. <laughs> that's a tough statement. <laughs> that, that, that is. That, that's that's sad. a tough statement. Yeah. So, with that being said, guys, that means you've got to be with a great marketing company because that's his. That's that's Kyle Bush's issue right now. He he don't have the 
a sponsorship coming in behind him this year. So you've got to get with a company that knows how to get in front of those sponsors that love you and love what you're doing. Uh, so get with Tanya with NPM, and uh, she'll put you in front of the right eyes for sure, get you in the right places. All her her design work for social media and and everything she does over there uh, is just it it is so good for the growth of your brand. So so get with her and uh, make it happen. Make Absolutely. it happen. So uh, so yeah. But anyway, so maybe we'll see her up at uh North Wilkesboro. So I'm I'm ready for that. That's gonna be a long day. Uh, because then we can turn it around from North Wilkesboro and driving home that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna have a tough, a tough, tough day there for sure. It'll be a long um, one. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah, it definitely will. It definitely will. But uh, I know that's gonna be a great time. And uh, like I said, you, you're gonna get to see a lot of things. And seeing a race from North Wilkesboro is gonna be really cool. Yeah, I already told him at work. I said I'm not gonna be there Wednesday, and I might be late Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I might not get home before work starts. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I might. Might not be there. Exactly. So. so, but anyway, what else we got for this week? Uh, thing, man. Well, well, speaking of Kyle Bush, I want I want to touch on that real fast. We touched on it a little bit last week. Uh, still no word. Are you surprised that there's still no word on Kyle Bush's contract for 2023 yet? No, I think it's all a scheme. I think everything's worked out. I think they're just trying to wait to the right time. And like you said last week, I think it's going to be Darlington or. Or a little somewhere in that ballpark, I really believe that. All right. Well, if you're saying it's worked out, where's it going? <laughs> that 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 I don't necessarily know. But, <laughs> um, I'd I'd say it'd be either Haas or RCR. I opinion. Really? That's that's my two guesses. That's your two. I got one guess, and I'm I'm going with it just because I know what he's trying to build, and I've seen what he's trying to build, and how he's trying to do it, and I'm gonna go with. Colleague, what? Matt Colleague gonna put the money up there. Oh man, hey, I like to see that. I sure would. I think I think it's gonna happen. I think that's uh, a lot of people don't realize the the money that Matt Colleague has. Matt Colleague could put that car on track with Kyle Busch and paying the salary that Kyle Busch wants. Uh, without having any sponsorship. Now, yeah, granted, we, we, sponsorship of help, right. but... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but he could do it. He could float him for a year if he has to, Um, just to get him in the car. Uh, I really think, and don't get me wrong, A.J. Allmendinger is is a great driver. He, he really is. He's done a lot. A.J. don't really want the whole... Uh, he said he didn't want the whole uh, NASCAR schedule or the whole cup schedule anymore, but halftime he's running both races. <laughs> um, exactly. But I really think that Matt Colleague is looking to uh, put that, especially that cup team, on the map. Uh, he knows. He knows in order to get those sponsors that he wants – those cars have got to run up front some, and you got to have some real talent in there to make it do that on a weekly basis, right? Um, and I think he's willing to. That, that's that's what I'm basing my 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 thoughts off of. I'm, I'm thinking 
I'm thinking it's going to be a surprise to a lot of people. I told some people that the other night, and they were like, you are crazy. That, that is never going to happen. And I may be. I may be. Well, it may very well happen. That's for sure. I don't know. I don't know. So, anyway, um, I will be at uh, Florence Motor Speedway uh, Saturday night. Uh, so, if you are in town to come to Darlington after the Xfinity race on Saturday, come on over, head over to uh, Florence Motor Speedway. We're only, what, 15, 20 minutes down the road? Yep. Um, I'll be racing out there, running a legend car. Uh, have a bunch of other good race or late model stock racing. Uh, I think some the Charger series, uh, probably some street stocks. I, I'm not really sure what I was on there, but be a little bit of everything. I know the Bandoleros will be there. Um, uh, we'll be there with the Legends. Um, who knows? Come out there and hang out with me. Uh, drop in the pits. Come say hey. We'd uh, we'd love to see you out there. Absolutely, man. I'll give you a sticker here. Yes, I'll sign you. I'll sign your baby. I got keychain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. I gotta get some more keychains. I think I'm looking at the bag right here. Actually, there's it, it got depleted at Dylan. <laughs> yes, yes, it sure did. A lot of people. We had a fan a fan day. Well, I don't know what they really called it. I don't know. We just all lined up on the front straight away. <laughs> Like every car that was in the pits lined up on the front straightaway at one time, and they let everybody from the stands come down. And uh, I gave out a pile of keychains. <laughs> yeah. Here, want a keychain? <laughs> <laughs> uh, third two. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's a keychain. Good advice, <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> But anyway, all right, guys. Well, <laughs> we sure appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. Uh, appreciate Miss Leah Stevens from High Octane Racing Apparel coming on with us today and coming on the show with us as a uh, another partner of ours and going to be on the uh, Lucky 13 Motorsports, number 13 uh, in the future um, coming up. Uh, appreciate her for sure. Uh, also, guys, as always, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, RK Motorsports Consulting, and for sure, Pro Fab Headers and Exhaust. Appreciate all them guys. Uh, also, Ford Bite Apparel, guys. Um, they got some good looking stuff. Promise you, always. Always have, always will. <laughs> uh, but our, our 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 young buddy on here, I ain't even gonna say little because I've seen pictures of him lately. He getting tall. Uh, Cole Vanderheide, no Cole Train was on here with us last week. Uh, put up some more good numbers this week. I think he finished eighth last night. Uh, I can't even remember where they were. In his, uh, but anyway, they were in his three hundred five sprint in his rookie season. There, following him along, uh, he's doing great for sure uh also guys checkered they are the race hub uh social media for racing all the time so y'all head over to checkered download the app and uh get going with it for sure but anyway all right what you got going on the rest of the week you got you got plenty of work to do plenty of work not so much moving thankfully but plenty, plenty of work to do so well i gotta go yeah. over there tomorrow 
I'm thinking, I got to get more stuff from your house. <laughs> yeah, all that's left is your stuff. So <laughs> that's bad. That's pretty bad. I don't know how that happens. I don't either, but that's okay. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna cook my lovely lady some steaks tonight and oh. hang out. Yeah. So I, I'll think about you while we, uh, while we eating them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of steaks you got? Yeah. Uh, porterhouse. Porterhouses. Dang. Yeah, they were on sale at the, at the IGA. You cook a porterhouse, and you and Mary Stephen could eat off one for like four meals. Probably right. <laughs> You're probably right. And I always do extra, and she don't like it. She likes the smaller ones, but I just couldn't help myself, so, you know. <laughs> All righty, guys. Well, we sure appreciate y'all hanging out with us. And uh, like I said, if you're at the track, come on out and see us. Uh, my plan is actually to be out to uh, Darlington on Sunday, at least, if nothing else. So that's the plan. And uh, if we don't talk to y'all before, everybody have a happy Labor Day coming up this weekend. Y'all be safe out there. Um, But I guess we will talk to y'all next time. Later.